We pray for our missionaries, that you give them whatever they need to serve you with. And then, Father, each one of these names that we read off, Lord, we want to lay them as one did in the Bible before you and prayed and you answered. And I pray tonight, Lord, whatever the situation might be in each family, every one of us have different needs, but we all have needs that only you can answer and, and give us. So we ask you to do so tonight. Bless us as each one has come and those that's listening now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you would tonight, turn your Bible please to Luke uh, chapter 1. And I want to read a little bit. I was uh, talking to Mary about this. And the, uh, the Catholics uh, take this <clears throat> that we're fixing to read. And they, they try to deify uh, Mary, uh, Jesus' mother, and uh, by these verses that we'll be reading. And I want to, I want to just uh, mention some things. Uh, the thing that I want us to see tonight is Gabriel announces the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Luke chapter 1, and I'm going to begin to read in verse 26. Verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his sake, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. <clears throat> and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. And he shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, <coughs> How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you just help us to see the truths that's taught here tonight that we might glorify thy Son and keep our eyes off of everything else. It's Him. It's the Lord Jesus, our Savior, that's to be glorified. Not anybody else or not anything else. We do pray in Jesus' name you help us to understand these things, especially in these holidays that we're going through. 
In Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. Now, every year I try to measure on the second chapter of Luke because I believe that's the most clearest, plainest uh, reading of the birth of Christ there is. But uh, reading and studying in this past uh, weeks or so, I've come to learn so much about our Savior's birth from chapter 1. The greatest event in this world has ever witnessed is recorded here. That is the incarnation and birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. What I'm trying to say tonight, the great miracle to me is the God that made man and now he's condescending and taking up his abode in the body of a man. That's a miracle. That's the greatest miracle of all time and all eternity. Now, like I said before, there are some great truths that we can learn here. Jesus, lowly birth, number one. In 2 Corinthians 8, verse 9 says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Now can you imagine for just a second, God Almighty condescending in a little Jewish maiden to be born, and God of the universe becoming a very small thing called man, of whom he was created. He, he created. In Romans 12, verse 16, Mind not high things, but condescend to men of a state. I read this verse uh, years ago and studied it. Jesus condescending down to man. And I read a verse of Scripture where it said, What is man that thou art mindful of him? And I was flying across... Uh, in an airplane at 30,000 feet up in the air across Kansas. I looked down at those wheat fields and little old tractors, a big old tractor from that height though, they looked about that big. And man running around in his cars, he looked about that big. And I got to think as I read this verse, God condescending to that little creature on his face called man. That's a lowly birth of the Lord Jesus. The language of the angel Gabriel addresses Mary in verse 28. Now here's the greatest of all angels of heaven. He is called, uh, yet he called Mary. Hail thou that are highly favored. Again he said that the Lord is with her. Blessed are thou among women. Now I believe that every human being would like to have that blessing. Amen. Blessed are thou among women men, women, children, everybody. But here's a person that God chose and He said, Blessed are among women. Of all the people of the world, God chose Mary. And truly, she was highly favored and blessed. Now the thing I like for us to see here tonight though is, Jesus is not a respecter of person. Jesus said, Whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother, and sister and mother. Now, we can all be blessed of God if we'll hear His Word and keep it. Now, I do know this, that the different denominations have to, they use these verses to raise Mary 
up to deity. Now I want to show you something before we're through tonight. Mary's testimony in verse 46. Luke 1 and verse 46. And Mary said, My soul do magnify the Lord. Now wait a minute. If she's deity, why is she uh, magnifying the Lord? Now I wish everyone could get this truth. Every child of God should magnify our Lord and our Savior. Amen? But at the same time, the Bible makes it very plain that she is just another woman like any other woman when it comes to sin. She's a sinner and needs to be saved by God's grace. Now, I want to show you verse, verse 38. Verse 38, And Mary said, Behold, and may the Lord be it unto me according to thy word, and the angel departed from her. I think sometimes we miss the full meaning of this verse. This was not an easy thing for Mary to do. Yet she said, Thy will be done. I've always believed since I've got saved and studied God's Word that nothing accidentally happens to a Christian. I just believe that everything's in the hand of God. Because, and I read in the Psalm where the Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by God. God alters our steps to get us where we He wants us to be. Now, uh, we get upset. <clears throat> we, get, we get discouraged. We want to quit on the Lord. Whatever thing, when everything doesn't go just right, instead we need to say with Mary, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord. In other words, we belong to the Lord. Amen? Now, then He can do as He pleases with us. Be it unto thee according to thy word. Now, I love these words because I know Jesus loves me. I know Jesus will take care of me. I know I belong to my Lord. I know I'll be all right. Amen. Now, when you read this, just a little portion of the birth of Christ, I believe with all my heart that God used these verses right here in chapter 1. And all the way down to verse 38 from verse 26, he's trying to show us that God condescended and took a lowly estate in the body of a man to die for our sins. I was reading a while ago, uh, just, I was just pinning down some things uh, that I'm thinking about for Sunday, uh, a message. And one of the things is, why did Jesus die? Why did he come? Why did he be born? Why was he born in a body of a Savior? There's seven reasons for that. And I'll just say this and I'll quit. One, that I might know God. Did you know you'll never know God until you know Jesus? Because he is God. Another thing, why did he become a man? Why was he born? Why did he choose to be uh, come be born in a man's body? So he could die for our sins. I had a smart addict tell me one time, uh, he was trying. I was trying to lead him to the Lord, and he was trying to mouth off at me, and you know how people do smart off. He said, "You mean to tell me you think you can kill God? If God is God, you can't kill God." I said, "You're absolutely right. You can't kill God, but you can kill the man Christ Jesus. That's why He became man, where He could die for our sins. Amen. That is, He condescended." From that palace, I've been studying as I said Sunday that uh, I think we're going to be surprised when we get to heaven 
and we got great ideas of what heaven is like. But when we get to the more I study the Bible, the more I understand the Shekinah glory of God. I think we're going to be uh, all in such an awe of God Himself in the throne of God that everything else will flee away. And I think about this. God sitting on His throne and He condescended. He came down and took up a lower state in a man that He could die for my sins. Now, I don't know how anybody really believes that would not serve Him then. I know one thing. I, uh, My older brother told my daddy one time, shook his fist in my daddy's face when he was just a teenager. I didn't ask to be born. And he got mad at my daddy and cut him. <clears throat> and I thought about this after that a lot of times. I didn't ask to be born again. I didn't ask to be born. But I sure thank God I am. Amen. And, I, and sometimes... I thank God, and, and I, my daddy took care of me. Uh, I, I was sitting one day, and I was thinking about my mama and my daddy, and I, the Bible says, honor your father and your mother. And uh, I've had one boy come in my office one day and say, how long are you supposed to honor your father and mother? I said, for all eternity. It doesn't, give, it doesn't end. Amen? And I said, let me just tell you something, son. Your mama cleaned your diapers when you couldn't clean your diapers. Your mama put you to bed when you couldn't be put to bed. Your mama uh, rocked you in a cradle when you couldn't do anything and fed you and took care of you when you couldn't do a thing about it. And that's what the Bible's talking about. And you know what? I come One day I was thinking about this as a teenager. I wish I could pay my daddy back and my mama back for bringing me into this world. And you know what God impressed me with? You can't. You can't do it. It's only by the grace of God that you're here. And that's what I think sometimes. When I got saved, I wanted to pay Jesus back for saving my soul. And God impressed me. You can't. He condescended to save you. Give Him a praise and honor for it. Amen? You can't pay Him back. But I sure do thank God He did. Amen? Father, I ask You to go with us on our way home. Thank you for these special days, Lord, that we're reminded of the birth of your Son and our Savior, Lord Jesus, on this earth. He came for a purpose, and that is to be our sin sacrifice on the cross. Thank you for that. Help us to give him honor and praise and glory like Mary did as you announced to her that she would be the body chosen of God to take care of that little baby until it was born. Bless us. Help us to give glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.